Welcome to Dare a New Belief, a place to discover what is possible for your life after the loss of a loved one, and where you will find inspiration, insight, support, and love, and hopefully a bit of laughter to help you through your day. Now, here's your host, Nada Hogan. Welcome to Dare a New Belief, where you will find light and life, love and joy, healing, faith, and hope, a place where you get to believe in what is possible for your life. And today I have the great honor to have with me Blair Shackle. Blair is a digital manager and intuitive coach for wellness practitioners, coaches, creatives, and holistic small businesses. She helps clients create consistent content, align with their digital strategy, and increase their ease online and off. She fills her cup with nature, universal energy, ascension, astrology, and all things spiritual. Her most important work is being a mama to two sweet boys and leaving the world a better place for them to live in. Welcome, Blair. Well, hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, I am so grateful you are here, Blair. It is such an honor to have you here. And Well, I send that right back to you. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And just because we know that the full moon is coming up, and I'm sure that you already know this, but the yeah. full moon on the 12th, right, is 12-12, and then it happens at 12-12 a.m.? Can you believe that? That is the coolest way to end a decade right Aww. you know like it's just like uh it's just like the little kiss from all the angels to just say mm-hmm. hey we've we're, you're all doing a great job down there <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right i yeah. love it oh beautiful beautiful so so blair i want to talk to you this really has nothing to do with the beautiful work that you do and and how you engage with your clients because you do phenomenal work i love the work that you do i want to talk to you a little bit more about being a mama and what it took for you to get to this place where you are now a mama of two beautiful young boys young so um we'll talk about them a little bit later on but First, could you could you tell us what it was like for you? Because I know the first time you were pregnant, you suffered a miscarriage. And I'm wondering, yes. how did that affect you? Oh, my gosh. I think it changed the course of my life, to be honest. I mean, um, I uh, unexpectedly got pregnant, you know, with my husband. <laughs> we weren't yeah. trying, but we unexpectedly got pregnant. And it was... A complete shock to my system. It was something that I wasn't even sure if I wanted to have children. And um, it was something that just totally pulled me in. And, and I was not able to face the extreme extremity of this situation because I just, I had no clue if I wanted to even be a mom. And so when I found out that I was pregnant, um, it was pretty intense. I, I didn't even want to talk about the fact that I was pregnant. Mm. Um, I didn't even want to acknowledge to myself that I was carrying a child. Um, and it was just this weird thing. Like I never have been, 
you know, I've, I haven't been someone who like wants to run away from their problems, but this is something that I did want to run away from. And I ended up having a miscarriage around, I think I was 13 weeks along. Um, and I went in for my 12 week checkup with my midwives and, um, they said that the baby had stopped growing at 10 weeks. So mm. I, you know, had been carrying this child that had passed away in my, my womb for a couple weeks. And that also just was this huge shock to my system. Like I, first of all, did not acknowledge the fact that I was pregnant. And then when I found out that I had lost the baby, it was like, it took me a while to understand what was happening as, um, then too. And it kind of set me off on this course of like, after I had my miscarriage, I started having some chronic health problems because I don't think I dealt with the stress of not wanting to be pregnant at that time. I dealt with a lot of grief and shame over the fact that I, there are so many people in this world that want to be pregnant and try desperately to be pregnant. And I was here saying, this is not what I want. You know, this is not what I want. And I almost felt like I had called this miscarriage to me. And so like to deal with that kind of shame and blame took me, I think it took me until I had my second child this July in uh, July of 2018 to kind of finally put like put it away you know not put it away like I'm ignoring it but like I processed it so it was a lot it was yeah. a lot yeah wow amazing and especially that part because I think there's I think there's a stigma I don't know if it's so much now but I know when I when I was young and married and I knew mm-hmm. we were going to have children but if anybody was was to ask me why are you having kids? I had, I had to come up with some kind of an answer. And all I could think sure. was, right, like it's kind of expected that you have kids, but it's not even knowing that I could have done it differently. And, and I think it's so beautiful that at least you knew that, you know, I don't even know. I'm, I don't even know if I want to have children. And so right. I'm in space right. of not knowing for sure. And wow, wow, how amazing. Yeah, it, it was. And I think it, the miscarriage really laid out for me once I processed the grief um, and took care of myself with, um, you know, acupuncture. Thank you, Nada. (laughs) 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 All, all, you know, all these therapy talking. um, And I did a lot of journal or I did a lot of journaling online through my blog. So I did like public journals and I think that really helped me process that grief too because I I had no idea that miscarriages were so common um that I think it's one in four women will experience a miscarriage um and it's kind of one of those things that really wasn't talked about um even just seven eight years ago when I had my miscarriage but sorry I was saying in this whole thing I think having my miscarriage really solidified the fact that I did want to be a mom you know, I did want, I, I did want to experience that in this lifetime and to, you know, it, I was so thinking about having miscarriage now that I have two boys really, really hits me in the gut pretty hard. So, yeah, yeah, 
do you do you feel like you're healed from that? I mean, I know you said that it was after your second child that right, yep. and that was mm-hmm. just in July of 2018 that you really were able to feel like you like you had made that journey. And and do you feel like that is that that is healed in you, or do you feel like there's there's still healing to do? Are you good? It's like ah, you know, I've I've come to terms with this, and I'm I'm moving forward with with that being part of my life. I, I, I honestly do think that I am, I think that I am healed. Um, and I say that with a grain of salt, of course. Um, I think you you can always heal something else like in your, in whatever traumas that you've experienced. But I think the only time I kind of really get like a lump in my throat or like, uh, not in my stomach is like on mother's day or on, um, the anniversary of when the baby was supposed to be born. So the baby was due on March 1st. So I kind of always think about that. I'm like, Oh, I would have had a, you know, this boy or girl would have turned seven today, you know, (laughs) but I don't, I don't really feel like the need to um, like emote a lot about it, but it's something that's still there. It's still just like, kind of taps me on the shoulder every once in a while, but doesn't drag me into the depths. Right. Right. Yeah. I I think it's so beautiful that it's not, it wasn't just a couple of months. It wasn't, you know, just half of a year that this was a journey, that this was a seven, eight year Mm -hmm. journey. And that for other women to know, and men, fathers, for, for mothers and fathers to know that it's not this, you know, okay, like you know, two months and I should be over it. No, it, it is a complete no, yeah. journey. Yes. And it's, it takes all of the time that it takes and, and we are given that and it's so beautiful. And thank you so much for being open and honest with that, because that's, I think it gives other women and uh, mothers and fathers permission to, to say, you know what, I was never done with that grieving. And if I don't continue my grieving and work through all of that, my life is not going to move forward in the direction that I want it to move forward. It's it's true. I really think it's true. I think, you know, the more that you can find that bravery to, to look whatever is pulling you down in the eye and, and really take that time to sit down with, with that hurt, you know, it's going to make you so much stronger coming out the other side of it. And you don't really know when you're going to come out the other side. You just, all of a sudden, I, I think, you know, one day you wake up and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm processing this a little bit better than I did last month or last week or whatever, you know? Right. So I think it's that, that slow and steady progress. And I, I also think if you have like, some of that trauma come back, it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It's just yeah. another piece of the story that kind of needs to be told or heard or sat down with or hugged or whatever. So right. that's, that's yeah. my experience at least. Yeah. Mm. I love it. I love it. And sitting down with Thanks. it and hugging it. I love that. So beautiful. Yeah, I know. I know. It's hard. <laughs> it feels pretty yeah. sometimes, but you got to hug it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's right. That's right. Oh. <laughs> So Blair, how did that affect having the miscarriage? How did that affect your relationship with your husband? I think it brought our relationship to a way different level that we weren't expecting. You know, I think anytime um, children uh, are involved here or not here, 
um, I think it takes your relationship to a different place. So, um, you know, we went through a lot of stress. I remember the day that I found out I was pregnant with my miscarriage baby. He had to leave uh, to go. <laughs> He's a musician, so he was leaving for the, a whole week to go on tour. Uh, and I was like, how can you, you know, how can you leave? Because I just found out this like enormous information. So I think there was just like, you know, him leaving was something that we talked about a lot because I felt very vulnerable, obviously, at that time. Yeah. Um, and it was unexpected. Um, it did, it, he does um, also say like it, in an, he wasn't sure he wanted children either, but the, this experience we went through the miscarriage um, inspired him to know, like, I definitely want children as well. So it had its drawbacks where, you know, there was this tension between us and this, like, how do we heal together? But then there was also this other side where it was like, oh my gosh, we have come together like now as a family and know that we want to add more people to our family so that was a good thing <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely but it was the first time we had to grieve grieve together over something you know that was innately close to both of us so that was lovely too I mean we we came together and created like a little ceremony that we had down by um the St. Croix River to honor this baby because um that was important to us so ultimately, I think it helped our relationship yeah. Yeah. Um, to come a little bit closer together. Right. You're right. And sometimes it seems like it is the trauma that will bring people closer together. And yeah, it, it's funny like that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know. It, it's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you'd, yeah. You'd think it'd be the opposite, but sometimes it is that trauma. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, so. How long, well, not how long, I know that some time had passed. You guys had made a conscious decision after some time mm-hmm. had passed to get pregnant again. And what, yes. what was that like? And how, how did you two come together to make that decision? Oh, my gosh. It was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we both had so much, you know, un, we were so unsure and had a lot of fear going into it. Um, but I don't know why we chose the time period we did. It was kind of, um, a similar time period to where the first baby would be due. So like my firstborn son who is on this world with us is born on March 26th. So, you know, if you kind of calculate that, we kind of chose exactly a year after. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, it was a, it was a ride. It was, I think every this is kind of TMI but every time I would you know go to the bathroom I would always check to see like am I bleeding am I you know is something happening am I losing the baby um Mm. of course everything everything was healthy and progressing normally um and but there's always it just felt like something was just sitting on your shoulder the whole time you know like hey something something bad could happen or you know don't you know there's so many rules with pregnancy that you're like oh do I really have to follow this or do I really not eat you know sushi or do I not you know go for a run and so I kind of would 
try and err on the side of conservatism, you know, like I'd be a little bit more conservative with what I did or what I ate just because I was kind of running that, that PTSD cycle through. So, yeah. 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 So, so now this is, this is a harder question. (laughs) We're diving in a little bit harder. Yeah. So while you were pregnant now, and now this is your son, um, do we mention his name or do you want to keep his name private? I'm sure his name is. Yeah. His name is river. Okay. So, so now you're pregnant with river and this is going to be your full term, your first full term pregnancy. And through this full term, I know that you were, you're concerned. There's, you know, I, I went through the, you know, PTSD and, and I'm checking to see, is everything okay with this pregnancy? And I'm wondering while you went through the nine month pregnancy, did you notice that there was anything stirring or causing any kind of um, mental restlessness or physical restlessness in you? Yeah, I think it was definitely more mental. I think I was, I physically felt great. Like I was one of those people who like, I love to be pregnant. I feel really good when I'm pregnant, but there was a lot of mental agitation and it was, you know, in the form of, excuse me, like control, you know, like I wanted it. I I just, I've always been someone who kind of falls after control and like, I want to make sure everything's going the right way at the right time at the right speed, blah, blah, blah. And for me, I didn't, but I, I knew, I didn't know it was a problem. I should say that, you know, it's like, oh, this is just who I am. This is just Blair. This is what I do. I'm, you know, overly anxious about certain things or trying to control certain aspects of my diet or who I'm seeing as a provider or going to the hospital or not going to the hospital. And I kind of would put like I would narrow the field so much that if anything like veered off of that course, I would be very upset about it. You know, like kind of like, you know, women like decide on a birth plan. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, okay, I want this to happen. And then I want to have a water birth and then, then the baby is going to come out and then, you know, skin to skin right away. And if one of those things didn't happen and spoiler alert, most of them didn't happen for yeah. me. <laughs> right. I, I, I was very upset. So I didn't notice that I was kind of going down that dark path, though, while I was pregnant, if that makes any sense. Yes, completely. So you, okay. you didn't notice that. Did anybody else notice that and say anything to you? Gosh, I mean... No, probably because they just think I'm probably a little wacko anyway. <laughs> um, hey, who, we all need a little wacko in our life, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> but no, I don't think anyone was had concerns. I okay. do not think anyone would have said anything that they were concerned about. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, all right. Interesting. Yeah. Because, and, and was that part of your, um, air quotes, I air quote everything. Cause I don't yeah. like to yeah. identify by certain things. I mean, but there's things that we do and is that part of your persona, even before you got married, was there, 
was there a controlling factor that you felt before? Like, if I can control this, then this will be the outcome. You know, if this, if this does this, then I can expect that to be the result of that. Did that happen to you before you got pregnant? Did you feel any of that? Or was that a new experience where it was this, um, the mental restlessness or agitation and trying to, you know, narrow the field of control so much? Mm-hmm. I wish I could say that it wasn't, but yes, that's been my um, modus operandi for okay. yeah. uh, quite a long time. So, yeah, I think I just experienced some, you know, childhood trauma with having divorced parents and having a lot of confusion as a young child with that. So, you know, I always... I was always the one who's kind of looking for the rule book, the playbook, like, okay, just give me the page that says, here's what, here's what you do X, Y, Z that will equal, you know, happy smiley face. Right. <laughs> and, and when I didn't have the, the playbook to go by, you know, that's when things kind of make me feel a little unraveled, a little uneven um, and a little, just kind of out of like, you know, like we've been saying out of control, you know, and that's not a space that I feel healthy in. Um, but now I, I do now, which is good. But back then I did not. So. (laughs) Right. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, we have a ton of questions that I want to get through. So, um, I'm what because we're going to run out of time here. So I'm going to bring this in for a landing, and we will come back next week. If you're willing to do that, are you willing to come back next week and dive into um, these two full-term pregnancies and what happened along the line? Because you have this phenomenal story and this rainbow. And again, I'm doing this in air quotes. Rainbow. <laughs> at the end of the story. And I would love to share that with the listeners and um, allow other people to know that they can be in a place that's very scary and feels very rocky. But, but the end of that, if, if you hang in there and you take the steps, and I know that you have many steps that you can share with us, that your life can, you know, really be this beautiful, magnificent life. And I would love for you to come back and be able to share that with us, Blair. I would love that. Thank you. Oh, fabulous. Good. Excellent. So we are going to conclude this recording. And in before we completely conclude it, Blair, would you let the, the uh, listeners know what is the best way to get in touch with you or how do they follow you on social media? Yeah, I, I would love to connect with anyone who has a similar story or doesn't anything, you know, anything goes please head to my website at blairshackle.com. You can find out how to uh, connect with my social media sites on there as well. Awesome. Perfect. Perfect. And for anybody who's driving or can't grab pen and paper and write that information down right now, no worries because it will be in the show notes. And so everybody will be able to um, find the information for you, Blair. So we're going to wrap up. Yes. Yes. (laughs) We'll wrap up this session and then we're going to come back next week and we're going to dive into um, uh, Blair's journey through her first pregnancy and um, just a little idea on what that is, Uh, acute postpartum anxiety 
and PTSD. And it was a journey. And I'm so grateful mm-hmm. to, be to share this with the listeners. So please be sure to come back for part two, which will be next week. Thank you very much. Love you, Blair. Thank you so much for being Love here. you. Thank you. <laughs> Awesome. Yes. Thank you. And for the listeners, we will be back next week. So please be sure that you join us. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye-bye. Thank you for spending time with us today. Please go to nadahogan.com for show notes and other information you can use right away. If you like what you heard here, please subscribe to our show. And don't forget to rate and review right there on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your shows. And don't forget to tell your friends about it. We'll see you next week.